And alright guys, what is going on? Welcome back to another podcast on the Mother Flippin' Self-Developed Podcast. Get yourself some freaking popcorn, some tea, some cookies, whatever you want. Let's just enjoy. You know, when I listen to podcasts, it's uh, it's awesome. You guys DM me or message me saying, hey, David, I just finished, you know, like, <laughs> maybe you shouldn't do this, but like a three, four, eight hour shift and, you know, I was listening to your podcast on the way. That's fan freaking tastic for me. I like to go for walks and that's usually when I listen to them or uh, YouTube videos, right? And I just kind of uh, just listen to the audio. So I figure, hey, you know, whenever you guys listen to this, fantastic. Let's kill 10 birds with one stone. With that said, guys, if you guys are new to the self-developed podcast, I believe this is episode five, I want to say. Yeah, wow. Around week five. Um, I do Q&As once a week. Every Sunday, I ask you guys over on Instagram to ask me questions, and then I just answer them here in a very raw, caught the water, in a very raw uh, fashion. Now, I've also been going on lives now. I've done two Instagram lives. So if you guys are not following me on Instagram, which I think you guys are, uh, make sure to follow me there because I'm doing lives, I would say once or twice a week, and they're essentially just Q&As as well. So if you want another Q&A, then there you go. Anyways, so guys, let's jump straight into this. Question number one, and I obviously haven't read them, so <laughs> you guys are just as clueless as I am. <laughs> okay, from the beginning, let's do it. Is it bad to hook up with someone just for the sake of hooking up? What a great first question. Love it because I've been mauling over this, thinking about this um, quite intensively the past, I would say, week or so. So the question was, is it uh, is it bad to hook up with someone just for hooking up with someone? Um, I'm going to say yes, it is. Just for the mere sake of hooking up with someone, I would say more than more time more often than not yes and that is because guys promiscuity is not a good thing okay for men for women specifically for women there have been scientific studies done that have showed the more sex a woman has had with uh partners men the higher the divorce rate is for her right and the higher the chance of her essentially leaving the man leaving the family um cheating like you can just it's just it, it's not good and i believe the same is so for men i don't think the study was done towards men but i can really like you can put two and two together and the reason for this guys is because the more sex we have with uh, individuals the more we are literally giving ourselves to these people right and now this may sound a little esoteric but if you're giving yourself to 10 different individuals, it's going to be very hard to commit to one of them, correct? I mean, if you have fucking 10 cookies, it's going to be hard to choose just one, right? Where? Whoa, what was that? That was like a burp hiccup. Where if you really just devote yourself to one cookie, even though it's not the best quote-unquote cookie, if you can make it the best cookie, you understand? And just build an amazing relationship with i think that can build fantastic relationships family society etc etc now if you're a young guy in high school you know when is the time is it okay to hook up because i've had tons of hookups uh not sex but hookups you know again what do you consider a hookup right um and a little fun fact you guys i think a lot of you may think david you know you must have had sex with tons of girls yada 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 uh the potential was definitely there but i actually didn't i had sex with around five girls total max four to five which uh, may shock some of you guys david you fucking loser i am so so thankful I, I wasn't just a man whore growing up like a lot of my friends were i am so thankful holy crap i believe the reason i've been with my girlfriend now for almost four fucking years through all the tumultuous ups and downs is because i wasn't a fucking man whore you understand so i'm very very grateful your sex energy guys is sacred you know and they've even done uh I think this is a bit more anecdotal. I'm not sure if this is statistically proven, but bits and parts of your DNA can even live inside that individual far after you've had sex with them, you know? So that's that's pretty scary to think. 
like their your child can be their child can be like partially you even though because i mean you think about it your soul literally embeds within that individual like when you connect you insert inside them you're literally giving your energy to these people and vice versa you're transferring energies what if this person's demonic i don't mean literally i mean hell you know it could be literally you're taking in all of their traumas, their energy, and that's embedding itself deep in you. That can live in you your whole life. You just want to be careful. That's all I'm saying. Treat sex as a sacred thing and don't just be banging random chicks for the sake of it. It is no good. It causes no good. There's no benefit. There really isn't. Now, like I was saying before, you know, when is there a benefit? Dude, if you're just, if you're experimenting, you're having fun, you're in high school, I would say go for it. But if you guys are like past high school, you know, if you're past your experimentation, it's kind of like think of like alcohol, right? Now, I'm not telling any of you guys to drink underage, but I'm sure, you know, if you guys have done it, then, you know, eh, it is what it is. Um, it's experimenting, right? It's kind of like high school parties, right? When you're new to it, have fun. I think um, that is when you should. And I think that's a big reason why I don't feel uh, I had the need to have sex with all these girls and hookups and parties because I got it out of my system uh, growing up, right? So when I was you know, grade eight, grade nine, you know, high school, like I had my little party phase. So I got it out of my system. So in that case, if you're in that party phase, sure, go for it. But if you guys are like grown men and you're still chasing pussy, <laughs> really, you're just chasing this quick fix, then you really got to grow up, man. There's so much more importance to life than, than chasing women. And this is to, uh, to women as well. Like it, it, guys, you got, you got to cut this shit out. Like Look for loyal partners. Look for loyal, long-term partners, okay? And I'm not saying you got to marry them, be with them forever, but at least that should be your pursuit. Do you understand? Because nothing, there is no good with just frivolous promiscuity hooking up. There, there really isn't. You're fucking your brain up. You're fucking their brain up. It causes drama, toxicity, um, increases the chance of divorce. It, it, it fucks up children. Like, it's not good. It's just, there's no benefit. That's just my opinion. Maybe I'm a bit more old school, but that's just what I think. How do you go about with life knowing there's a ton of important things you could do, you're making no headway? I don't know what that means. How do you go about life knowing there's a ton of important things to do? Well, then do it. Hi there. Do you listen to Ben Shapiro? I did in the past uh, tons, and I think Ben Shapiro can, maybe he doesn't talk too much on this, but I'm sure he can relate to what I just said with the whole promiscuity thing. Yeah, I used to in the past. Tim Jordan Peterson. How much time should I be at the gym to get good results? Should I do cardio and weights? Great, great question. Honestly, guys, I would say an hour a day. You know, as far as working out goes, I'll kind of be quick on this. As far as clients would recommend is three minimum, okay? So minimum three weightlifting sessions or workouts a week. And yes, guys, lift weights. Like, especially if you're a man, like none of this bullshit, just going for a light jog, fucking doing some jumping jacks. Like, look, like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you guys. Like, just stop, like. I don't want to say man up or grow up, but like you need to lift weights, dude. And not because it's what fucking macho men do. It's because no, like if you want a strong physiological, anatomical, energetic release, if you want stronger bones, a stronger nervous system, muscular system, better breathing, like man, you name it, ligaments, joints, uh, higher testosterone, growth hormone, then you need to lift weights. I'm going to bring the volume down a bit. Here's water. Now, I'm not saying you have to be a powerlifter by any means, but yes, lift weights resistance training with a decent intensity, all right? Let's say 8 to 10 reps. Uh, you don't have to go too crazy, okay? And I recommend to clients um, three times a week at minimum. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, pull push legs. This is what I did for years, okay? If you guys are working full-time jobs, you're busy, I get it, I get it. Three times a week, uh, pull push legs, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 
If you guys want to learn more, you can follow my personal YouTube channel. I showcase exactly what I do. And then I recommend all the way up to six days a week. So that's what I, I do right now. And that's, you know, that would be the most like advanced you could go. And that's hitting pull push legs twice a week, right? So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, sorry, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, which is today is actually my rest day. That's why I make the podcast Sunday. And, um, yeah, so to answer your question, how many days a week? Minimum three, maximum six, you know, so anywhere in between there. Um, and should you do weights? Yes, you should. Should you do cardio? Sure, you should do cardio. Um, to what extent? And it depends your why, right? So cardio is fantastic for you guys, for your cardiovascular system. It's great for your breathing, your blood, oxygen, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I just go for walks, right? A lot of times you guys, when, when people ask, should I do cardio? It's, it's in the context for fat loss, correct? Like you guys aren't, <laughs> marathon runners, you're not prepping for anything. You don't need to do anything too drastic. Um, I just go for walks, low intensity cardio. And that's because I like to di- divert. This is actually very important, guys. I like to divert all of my intensity to the workouts, right? I said three, four, five, six days a week, right? Have good, solid workouts. You're promoting a lot of uh, repair, which is going to evoke uh, testosterone and growth hormone, which is fantastic for overall bodies, specifically as men, stronger bones, ligaments, muscles, better posture. Uh, there's a thousand and one benefits, right? The 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 emotional release you can put into it. Man, guys, so many times, like the thing, <laughs> like I literally lift now, even though my gyms are closed, I lift uh, at my mother's house. We have some equipment. I lift for my mental health. If I don't lift, I am more anxious. I'm more depressed, et cetera, et cetera. So go for walks. I just go for low intensity, steady state. Uh, go for two, three walks a day. That's what I do. But if you guys would like to go for runs, you know, that's fine. You know, do whatever you want, right? Just what I'm saying is don't feel like you need to run like don't think running is the only cardio right unless again your main goal let's say is for cardiovascular endurance you're trying to improve your oxygen intake blood flow things like that which i don't think you guys need to like unless you you know have like high blood pressure and things like that then it's not as you know imminent but um yeah i just go for walks but do whatever the do whatever the fuck you want to do who's that it's hodge twins (laughs) Um, does no, next question, does no fap increase one, <laughs> what the hell? I was expecting this to say, does no fap increase woman attraction? It says, does no fap increase woman testosterone? That's hilarious. So I'm very confused. Does no fap increase woman? Te- so, okay. How do I answer this? So women produce around, women do produce testosterone, believe it or not, but only around 5% of the amount that men do. So women can't even do no fap like women don't have dicks they don't fap so that question itself i'm extremely confused about that i'm yeah i'm just confused i know <laughs> uh yeah moving on is no fap hard mode for four months helpful for my goals will it change my personality what a fantastic question absolutely will but one of my favorite quotes you guys know is uh, it's not what you do, it's who you are when you do it. So the question is, my man, why are you doing it? I can't tell if I want it on six or seven, the sensitivity of my volume. Ba, 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 ba. We'll do seven. Uh, why are you doing it, right? What's the whole point? So if your intent is to better your life, that's your intention. I'm I'm doing this to increase my business, my fi- financial health, my relationships, et cetera, et cetera. Then I believe the universe or God will back that up. And I believe NoFap will be a very worthy pursuit for you. That's exactly why uh, why I did it. You know, with, with NoFap, I did hard mode for three months, 90 days, and I needed to improve my business. Uh, otherwise, I was going to go back to a job that I, I didn't like or a program. And it worked, right? So yes, I believe it can 100% transform your life. But if you're doing it for egotistical reasons because you want, I don't know, a bigger dick and you want girls to, uh, you know, think you're this shit, 
well then no i don't think it'll work because you'll just give up because it's a it's a it's a hollow pursuit when when the when the when the going gets tough the tough get going when you're like two weeks in and you realize fuck this shit is hard and i was speaking with my good buddies today we're speaking all about this it's all about your why if your why is good enough your how will find itself you understand so if you have a weak why then you'll give up you'll <laughs> right it's like it's like if you're on a diet but you don't really care about the diet when you get hungry you're like fuck it i mean i've done that a thousand times right so it's all about your why. What is your why? Why do you want this? Right? What is the incentive? If your why is strong, the how right, will figure itself out. That I can guarantee mother flipping T. All right, next question. This is a great question. This is actually from my girlfriend. What would you be doing if YouTube never existed? Great question. I have no clue and I don't like to think about that because it does exist. That's almost like saying, what would you do if food didn't exist? It doesn't make sense because it does exist, right? It, 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 it's almost like you can't even think like that because I don't know. Because if that's my dharmic path, that's like, if YouTube didn't exist, then I don't exist. Then I die, right? At least as of right now. So I, I don't even like thinking like that because it, it, like, it doesn't make sense. That's like saying, yeah, like, yeah, like you can't change anything about life. Everything is exactly how it is. But, you know, stopping a smart ass, what would I do? Like objectively, um, I don't fucking know. <laughs> There's your I don't know. I have no clue. I've wanted to be a YouTuber ever since I was young. I actually had a YouTube channel three times growing up. I had it when I was like fucking six, maybe like eight years old. And then another time when I was like 12, 13 years old. Um, I've been on it multiple times. I've wanted to be a YouTuber my whole life. Uh, literally like the earliest memory I can think of was like grade five or six. And uh, I wanted to be a YouTuber. I, I was. I was making YouTube videos, but I wanted to be a YouTuber. I thought it was the coolest thing. That was right when it was getting popular. Um, I watch YouTubers my whole life. I admire what they do, and I thought it was fantastic. And it has been goddamn fantastic so far. What will I do afterwards? I don't know. And, and again, guys, like you don't need to th- see. That's the thing, man. Like I was just watching a video the other day. So many people, and this is not a shot to my girlfriend. This is just some advice for you guys so many people were taught in our western society to prepare and to to catastrophize for the future like well what's gonna happen when your job leaves in 10 years you know what are you gonna do when you're no longer an nba player in three years like like look deal with that what what did my buddy say today philip he said he said a quote fuck i can't remember but essentially it was deal with it when it comes (laughs) right Figure it out when it comes. If it's not here yet, doesn't matter, right? People say, well, what are you going to do after YouTube? Well, I'll figure it out when it happens. But right now, I focus on the present. What is working? What can I do right now? And if I can trust that, then I trust what will happen in the future, right? That's a very important masculine way of thinking, guys, uh, in any area of your life, right? Relationships, health, you freaking name it. I need more water, so I'm probably going to pause this soon. Next question. These are great questions, guys, so far. Good job. Fantabulous. Um, what motivated you to keep going with YouTube? What was your goal from the start? Great question. See, my why. So she's she's asking, what is your why? What's, what's your why? Right? What I just said to you guys, you need a strong why, right? Let me just adjust the mic. There we go. So my why and how I knew I wanted to be on YouTube for years was based on a guy named Elliot Hulse. I think most of you guys know him. When I was around 15 years old, going through my darkest times, he was a father figure to me. And the second I saw him, I knew that's exactly what I want to do. And from that point on, 
I did it. That was my why. He helped me dramatically improve my entire life as a man, right? Or transitioning to a man. And I knew from that point on, this is exactly what I need to do. This is what I feel compelled to do. My father died the year prior, right? When I was 14 and I found Elliot uh, the year after, right? So you can see how it, it, it worked very well. And I knew I wanted, I didn't want any other man or boy to feel the way I did in those times. So I said, hey, let me, let me, let me learn what I can to try to help you guys. So that's my why. And that's why I believe I've stuck in it out <laughs> so long right? You got to have a good why. Like, it's actually so funny you say that too, because my next video, my personal channel is going to be about this. It's all about dealing with failures and setbacks. And uh, if you have a strong enough why, you'll keep going, right? Because, you know, I still make mistakes, guys. And sometimes I get demotivated, unmotivated because I make some mistakes. But again, it's not just about me. Like, (laughs) you know, anytime you make a mistake and you, you fucking get flustered, yada, yada, you be careful you don't focus too much on yourself because that's your ego that's oh i have to be perfect and i need this to be because that's the way i was thinking right i made a, a silly little mistake not that anyone really noticed just myself on my personal channel just like you know little tiny like color grading mistake and i'm and my ego was like you fucking loser like you, come on you, you, how'd you fuck up like this is twice now but again it's all about your why. And if my why is to help individuals, right, these men in particular, then I don't give a fuck about these dumbass little petty things. Like, it's all petty. It's all bullshit. So remember your why. Very, very important. Your why will keep you going. And the how will eventually make sense. Guys, I need to get water, so I'm going to pause this and be right back. All right, we are back. Let's go, baby. Um, next question. These are, again, you guys are doing a fantastic job. Fantastic questions. This is why I love doing these. You guys are just, you guys are all woke as fuck. You guys are smart. You ask a good, balanced, holistic question. Next one. How to keep, mm, keep on motivated on, what the fuck? How to keep on motivated on doing workout. So how to stay motivated with your workout. Um, great question. I'm actually going to tackle this from a physiological body perspective i think motivation okay now there's the psychological and there's the physiological physiological essentially meaning we could say your body right like your your internal body right so i think motivation should always be there physiologically if you are healthy if you are you could say your gears in your car everything's running smoothly correct like what i'm saying is your car is going to run smoothly if there's no issue if there's no issue then there's no need to bring it in right sure you get your you know your yearly checkup but besides that you're okay now motivation will diminish if there is something wrong with the car you understand so if i don't know there's a i'm not a car guy i don't i don't really know what's wrong but you know if there's a problem with the car well the car is naturally not going to run as quick there's going to be jitters it's going to sound funny it's it's probably not the best thing to drive it in fact you could cause a lot of injury and damage to the car which could result in many thousands of dollars of uh, repairs correct well it's the same thing with ourselves we are our bodies are essentially machines they're like cars right so if we're burnt out, there's, there's an issue, right? Our nervous system, it is not feeling it anymore. We are literally drained, fatigued. If we continue to push on, we will injure ourselves. And one of the biggest telltale signs of um, being burnt out or needing a repair, right? In our car, our vehicle is motivation or lack thereof, right? So when I'm feeling, I have, dude, no fucking motivation whatsoever to go to the gym to hit a workout and that continues to last for about a week, Well, then I probably know I'm burnt out. My car needs some repairs and repair comes in the form of rest. It's that simple, right? Our auto shop is just bad. (laughs) It's sleeping, right? So recently I actually took a deload week from the gym. I took about like a week off. Um, Yeah, I took about a week off from the gym and 
all I would do every night, every day, was just watch Disney movies. So I would make sure I watch at least one Disney movie every day. And I watched about 10 of them, right? So that week and a half, no gym for the most part, and Disney movies. And my motivation came back. I feel fantastic. I'm going back to the gym six days a week, and I love it. It's, it's fucking awesome. Today's my rest day, and I'm itching to get back tomorrow. Right. So that's number one rest. That is one of the biggest telltale signs. And number two, I would say boredom within your workouts. Right. So when I got back after my little break, I switched up my workouts. Right. And it's as simple as just changing your exercises. So instead of a, you know, dumbbell shoulder press and then a flat uh, dumbbell press, maybe you start off with an incline dumbbell press. Right. And then go to, you know, instead of, let's say, a uh, barbell skull crusher, do a dumbbell extension over your head. Right. Instead of a shoulder press, do some side lateral raises. Like just change it up, keep it fresh. Instead of doing, you know, barbell rows, do a wide grip pull up. Just cha- keep it fresh. That's all I can say. So keep it fresh, um, but uh, don't be burnt out. Don't be burnt out because if you're burnt out, your body will have no motivation whatsoever. It won't. It like you can try your hardest to drink as much pre workout as you want and just fucking mustard. It's not gonna have. It just you. You can't outsmart your body. Your body is fucking brilliant. That's like trying to outsmart the car. It's like if the car is damaged, putting more gasoline in it is not going to fucking fix it. <laughs> like it needs a proper diagnostic, which is in this case, just rest, right? So good question. Next one. What is one human behavior you admire and hate the most? Great question. Um, so what is one human behavior? Let's start off with that. I admire. I would say one that comes to mind is courage. I think that is fantastic. That is a very hard uh, characteristic to to do in our in our in, in world period it's, it's not easy i'm not saying i'm the best at this by any means and i admire i admire men individuals that execute courage i really do because it's rare it's fucking very rare and i can tell when something is uncomfortable for someone and they doing it regardless that inspires me and that makes me really happy because i know how much courage i'd execute uh, just to get here you know for years and and it really makes me happy when i see that i would say courage i would say discipline i would say leadership as far as uh, providing maybe services, the better word, right? Providing for their friend group, their people, helping, right? I think that's very alpha, very, very much so. And I admire that. I, that, I think that's fantastic. And then contrary, you know, you said um, one behavior I hate the most, right? So water. First off, you know, who am I to say what's good, what's not? So Again, guys, these are just my opinions. You don't have to take this as like absolute truth. I would say though, um, I would say selfishness. And when I mean selfishness, guys, I've been called selfish my whole life, you know, building up my business. Um, selfishness is not helping individuals. It's it's only caring about yourself. Now, building up this business, it may have seemed like I only cared about myself for a certain amount of years, but I had to, to build the business. And now I helped hunt, help, I've collectively helped millions of people, <laughs> right? Seemingly or at least hundreds of thousands um, through quote unquote being selfish. So I think in the macro term, if you can you know, help others, then you're fantastic. But if you can't and you only focus on yourself, then I believe you will go to hell. <laughs> and I don't, you don't have to take that literally, but like you will, dude, you live in this, you, you will live in a hell. If you think the world only revolves around you, you will live in a hell. Why? Because you're closing yourself off closing yourself off from the rest of life. You and everyone else were interconnected. Whether we like to think about that or not, we're all interconnected. We're the same fucking energy and we're all the same. We're literally all brothers and sisters. Like we are all the exact same. <laughs> There's no difference. So by closing yourself off from them, you're actually closing yourself off from yourself, right? It's like a paradox. It's like catch 22. This is why the more you help others, the more you actually help yourself because you are one in the same with everyone. <laughs> you can't escape it, Right? 
You are God. They are God. God is all around us. Energy. Uh, prana. Chi. <laughs> whatever the fuck you want. It's all one thing. It's all here. Right? Even if you can't see it, it's here. So, yeah, help. Don't Don't be selfish and don't try to put others down, man. You know, that really, that hurts me. I don't like that. My dad hated that. That was one thing he hated because sometimes I would tease my brother and put him down and he, he like lost it. He never liked that. I never really understood why he hated complaining and he hated when I would put uh, my brother down. And I, I, I think as I grow older, I can see why. So yeah, next one. Um, what do I do when my ex is seeing someone else? Great question. You stop caring and you focus on yourself and you move on. That's it. There's no other answer. Um, because that is actually the best thing you can do, period. Like that's the best way you could, if you even got her back in the future, if you did, it would be through doing that. It would not be through checking up on her, asking how, like, why the fuck would she want why the fuck would she want to be with a loser? Because that's what you're doing. You're being a loser. And I'm not saying this is what you're doing, but you probably are. If you ask this question, look, I've done this shit for years, right? So, so learn from my mistakes, right? The best thing to do is to use that and turn that into motivation, turn that into a fire and build yourself up physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, until you get to a point of indifference and not even indifference. You thank them. You're like, you know what? You really helped me, right? There was, I, there was a girl that I, I <laughs> dated for like two weeks, but we talked for a few months in the past and I was like in love. It was, <laughs> I had never been swept off my feet like that in my life. I didn't even know it was possible. And and she left, like she quote unquote broke my heart and I was shattered, man. That was the first time I cried over a girl um, in my entire life. And this is maybe three, four, four, it was before Adri, it was a while ago. Um, and looking back at it now, you know, it, it never would have worked. I wasn't, <laughs> I was not my best self. I would, what I would, I was being what you would consider a simp. Like I really was in the, in the, in lack of better terms, but I didn't know that at the time. So what I did when we split is I used all that anger, resentment, jealousy, insecurity and i use that to better my life and now here i am i i'm not saying she's the reason i'm here by any means but look if i can go now look at it objectively and say thank you all right thank you for the fire you put under my ass well that's an amazing way to look at it for yourself for her for the world right so that's what i would say to you man there are so many girls out there you know i'm in a fantastic relationship now has not always been easy but i've been able to learn and utilize all of the lessons from the past ones and bring it into this one. So you'll find a new girl, bro. There's billions out there, right? Just as there are billions of men, guys, there are, there's, there's abundance of anything you want out there. Okay. If you're a girl listening to this, like you don't have to think there's just one. There's not, <laughs> trust me. There's not. Um, okay. How do I manage acceptance easily? Great, great question. How do I manage acceptance? Accept. Start small. Start small. Because I have a I have a big problem with acceptance as well. Mark my words. I have something called OCD. So, so I, you know, I'm not going to go too into depth. Um, start small. And this mantra that I tell myself that really helps, whether it's true or not, it really helps. Is uh, there are no mistakes, right? Because think about it, right? The reason we struggle with acceptance is because we're resisting. We don't want what happened to happen. So someone cuts you off in traffic, someone steps on your shoe, uh, I don't know, a lamp falls, whatever it is, right? There's there's resistance. There's nope, that didn't happen. Nope, 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 nope. Um, I want you to tell yourself that there are no mistakes. And it's an idea and it's almost a philosophy that, you know, you have to adopt. But I believe that God 
does everything and puts everything there for a reason. And it does. You know, this is stoicism. This is non-duality in essence. There's no such thing as good and bad. Life is just happening. It just is what it is, right? A, a lion eats a gazelle. It's like good or bad. It just happened, <laughs> right? So there are no mistakes. And start small, like I just said. So so yeah, start with something you can overcome, right? So someone, I don't know, you, you trip, right? Or you, you, you dirty up a little sweater, right? Accept it. Hey, it is what it is. There are no mistakes. It was meant to happen. Bet. I learned from it. Moving on. And then eventually you tackle bigger things. Again, I'm not saying I'm the best this by any means, but by any means. Believe, I have something called OCD. It's it's, it's a obsessive, uh, essentially perfectionist disorder. Uh, so I need to practice this every day. And, you know, I would say I'm, I'm, uh, I've definitely gotten better and I am continuing to improve, but it's, it's, you have to practice it. So again, the mantra, there are no mistakes. This, this will fucking change your life because there are no mistakes. The thing too, guys, is like, this isn't just a mantra. This is a, this is how life is. There are no mistakes in life. Mistake is an idea. It's a concept that you're telling yourself, right? Life is just happening. There is there, like you think of Adam and Eve, right? Before Eve uh, bit the apple, they were all naked in the garden of Eden, just hanging out, right? Having, having a blast, having a good time. There were no labels, right? It just is what it is. Uh, and then she bit the apple and then they got embarrassed. They're like, what the fuck? We're naked and uh, what's happening? Because the, what was it? The apple, the tree of wisdom or truth essentially put labels. It, it gave them labels, labels and understanding of what things are. There's now duality, right? So they lived in non-duality beforehand and now they're living in duality. Did anything change in the garden? No, everything, they're still fucking naked. Uh, everything was the exact same, right? And you guys can quote me on this. I, I haven't done too much research into this, but just from what I know. So, when you think you made a mistake, well, that's just what you're telling yourself. It would have happened regardless. <laughs> it's happening regardless. It's just your mind is now thinking it's a mistake because you've bitten the apple. You understand? Animals don't know what the fuck. If an animal trips, it doesn't know it's a mistake. It just trips and it gets back up and it keeps going. <laughs> right? It's the animal kingdom, baby. So come back in touch with that. Don't let your neocortex fuck you over in life too hard because that's what allows us to... Uh, rationalize and and essentially you know anyways uh yeah these are good questions guys uh what are we at we're already half an hour and i still got some juice left good can it be harmful to get too attached to our own partner in a relationship can it be too, can it be harmful to get too attached to our partner in a relationship yes one thousand uh, percent i have many times <laughs> as you guys know with this story but even the one I'm with now, Adri, my girlfriend, I've been too attached to her many times. And here's the tricky part about attachment, guys. A lot of times, I would argue, actually, uh, all times, it is subconscious, or at least this is where it stems from, right? And now, where does attachment stem from? Because this is actually very good. You see, man, it's crazy how you guys get these podcasts for free. Like, I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but like, a lot of this information took me many, many years of trial and error and suffering to figure out, and you guys get it for free. <laughs> that's good though man i like use it you know please do I, I hope you guys enjoy this stuff because i enjoy doing it and yeah just understand it's valuable stuff at least i like to think so right so all of our attachment actually stems from our mother right as 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 individuals right all of us men girl particularly men though right because uh women are a bit better with this i find femininity masculinity can suffer a lot but it stems from your mother and your attachment to her right so when you get out of the womb the only thing you're attached to is your mother right and they say that um a child is so attached to his mother upon birth that he doesn't even know that he's any separate he he, he literally thinks like he is his mother they're one and the same thing right even though he's he's, he's outside the womb 
Um, so what happens is when we essentially, a lot of attachment disorders stem from um, attachment to our mother. So if our mother didn't love us enough, or I mean, it's kind of hard to say, guys. And again, I'm not an expert in this field, but when we detach from our mother and leave the house, move out, you know, f- go into the world ourselves, we still hold on to a lot of the the anger towards our mother because, you know, the first thought we think of is our attachment to her. To her, now we're realizing that we can't attach to her for life, and so this is where we grow attached to girlfriends. This is exactly what it is. It's no different, right? The reason we're needy and we're attached to girlfriends is because of that. We're seeking for that attachment back to mother that we maybe didn't get, right? Or, and the thing is too, is like, it's kind of inevitable. This happens to all of us, right? Even if your mother did a great job, like my mom did a fantastic job at loving me as a child, but even I still had it because it, it, it's inevitable. Like detaching from your mother as a man is one of the hardest things to do, period. Like it's not an easy thing, right? And um, this is actually what they used to do in initiation, right? In, in in ancient tribes, and I believe they still do it in places in the world now. What they would do is with a young boy to to detach him from the mother, because you can only be a man um, being detached from your mother. That's that's essentially what initiation is, right? I'm not saying you can't love your mother, no, but the attachment, the umbilical cord, at some point has to be cut, or at least to a certain extent, right? I'm not saying I'm the best at this at all, but. I'm getting a little tired. One sec, guys. Let me turn up the volume a bit because I'm not speaking as loud. <laughs> um, in initiation, what they would do is they would tear out the boy at around maybe 13, 12, 13, 14 years old from his mother's house, bring him out into the wild and test him, essentially beat him up or put him through vigorous tests. And what they would do is they would cut or sever the relationship with mother and then atone him with the father, which is they would show him the way of men. Right, they would show him what it means to be a man, to connect with God. Right, fathers, uh, mentors, right, and this is what created a man. This is what created a boy. Again, I'm not an expert in this field. I still have a lot of learning to do, but from what I know, this is what would happen, and this is how you create a man. They essentially would cut the umbilical cord with the mother and atone him, or or um, introduce him to the father. Right, and this would come through, you know, many tests right? And mentors, right? This is why men need mentors. It's not called woman mentor; it's called mentor, right? So what was I saying? So to bring it full circle, the reason you're attached to the girlfriend is because of repressed traumatic events detaching from your mother. So what we need to do is we need to forgive our mothers. We need to, it's going to sound, I know this is going to sound a little silly, but we need to forgive our mothers. We need to uh, accept them and love them because, you know, they couldn't be everything they couldn't be our mothers forever right so we as men actually grow resentful to our mothers a lot of times because at some point mommy had to stop you know helping us out and breastfeeding us and you know nurturing us so we grew very distrustful as men we're like you know mommy left and this is one of the hardest things because like i said as a child you think you are your mother you are so attached to her right so a mother leaving is traumatic for men and essentially all i'm saying is go through those traumatic events forgive right forgive because that's all it is it's it's anger resentment and distrust that's what it is because your mother left so forgive see ever what it is understand that your mother did what she had to do for the time being and you're now atoning with the father and then that neediness goes away so recently this has actually affected me um you know it's a kind of a funny story these are good it's good i feel like the more podcasts i do the more i'm like 
back, I guess it makes sense. I'm building up my longevity of my voice. Like I can speak longer. The first podcast, I could not hit half an hour. Now I'm at 35 minutes and like, man, I can keep going. So it's, if you guys enjoy, Hey, I'll keep going. Cause I, I have a ton of value to give. At least I like to believe so. Right. So, um, I would be attached to my girlfriend for, a, I'm not going to keep going down. I'll talk for a little bit more. Um, I would subconsciously be attached to my girlfriend and, and I didn't know why. And it was because of that. And so recently what happened is you guys know she lived with me for a couple months. Recently she left, right? She's to live back home. She still visits, but she went back home. And there was around like a two week period almost where I didn't see her. And I was at first kind of like, fuck, you know, there's, there, I'm getting kind of needy, right? And that was because of the attachment to mother. That's all it comes back to, right? And, and, and we seek mother through girlfriends, right? You know, this comes through sex. This comes through comfort. It's, it's, this is material. Materials mother matter. It's, it's cushion, right? So when we took that two week break, initially I was a little upset, but you know what happened? I got atoned, atoned with the father in those two weeks, right? Crazy. And it's actually great because I'm thinking about it now. It's exactly what happened. One sec. I got atoned with the father and let me just get over this cable. What happened is this is what meditating is. Now this is going to sound a little esoteric, but I essentially looked at myself in the mirror in these two weeks and really began to understand who I was what my fears and insecurities were and let them go, right? So being atoned to the father was just looking at these attachments dead in the face, seeing them for what they are, loving them, forgiving them, accepting them and letting them go. And what happened is, and again, I'm sure there's still work to do, but, and she can even feel this. It's crazy. This attachment to her, to, to mother, to matter almost disappeared overnight. You know, after the two weeks uh, she came over and she could feel my energy was so different she was like, what's going on? And even now, like her attraction is so much higher. And she's like, you know, like, when are we hanging out next? When are we hanging out next? And I'm almost like, almost indifferent, not because I don't love her, but because I've become atoned with the father. And that is essentially God's spirit, understanding you are already whole and complete yourself with everything you need. You don't need the attachment to mother, right? God energy essence is always in you. It always has been. And that's what you need. That's what true love and happiness is, right? That's what it means to be a man, is to be atoned with, with God, to be connected with him. That's your source. It's your energy, right? Instead of mother when you were a child. When you were a child, it was your mother because that's all you knew. But growing up as a man, it's your source and love is through God. It's all through God. And now this God doesn't have to be a religious, patriarchal, you know, like, like a man in the sky. This God is just, it's nature. It's essence. It's love. It's pure light. And that's what it means to be atoned with the father, at least in my opinion, or really it's just knowing thyself. There's so many ways to put it, but, uh, that two weeks was transformative. I was just by myself, like no friends, nothing. That's, <laughs> that's when I was taking my, 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 my rest week, right? I was just watching Disney movies and in every Disney movie, they do this, right? Simba, the Lion King. That was one of the movies I saw. What happens? There's so many Simba is a great podcast. There's so many things we're touching on. You guys have seen Simba, right? Uh, his dad dies. Sorry if I spoiled it. <laughs> Mufasa, he dies. And what Simba needs to do at some point is leave his nest, which is with Pumbaa and Timon. He's like chilling in the jungle, right? They're just having the time of their lives. That's that's mater- That's material. That's cushy. Cushy, cushy, cushy. He can feel it. There's no challenge. They have unlimited food. It's, it's cushy, right? And at some point, Rafiki, the mentor, mentor, I just said men need mentors, right? Beautiful way it's explained. He atones Simba with the father. He shows Simba, look, look at your father, look at the dad, look at the gods above. And he looks up Simba and he sees his dad in the cloud. He was atoned with father, 
right? And Mufasa said, hey, I'm always here. I've always been here. I need you to get back to work. Boom. And then he became an alpha male. And he went back home, fucked up Scar, and Rain uh, took over control of the kingdom again, right? That's a, that's a per, that's exactly how life is, right? Um, so forgive your mother, right? Forgive the material and become atoned with the Father God. Because once you feel his connection, it, she, it, whatever the fuck you want to call it, uh, you're invincible, dude. And you are no longer needy or attached to anything or anyone. Because the only thing you need is yourself and source. That's it. That's it. That's all you need. You and source. Because source will give you everything. It'll give you happiness. It'll give you passions, hobbies, creative endeavors, individuals, relationships. Everything else is just a, uh, a benefit from that. From source. Everything comes from source. Any person you meet comes from source. It doesn't come from you because you got fucking lucky. Life gives you everything you need. Everything, everyone, everything. Right. And again, you guys don't have to believe this or think like this. But it's just been of resource to me. And it's... it's uh, it's what I've learned through life, right? If you, trust me, if you are not attuned with God, you will be needy and attached to the day you die. Promise. Because you're still attached to mother, right? You can't be attached to mother and God at the same time. It's one or the other. If you really want to let go, it's one or the other, right? So find mentors, maybe like myself or other individuals who show you that. That's all the initiation was, like I just said. All the, I feel like this is what the podcast can be titled something like this. Like I just said, the initiation was to rip the boy from mother, the men, men would do this, mentors, and put the boy through tests to show him father, God, right? And then boom, the boy becomes a man. He's no longer attached to mother. He cut his umbilical cord. He's attached to God. That's his umbilical cord, <laughs> him and God. And then he's a man because he's not attached anymore. He lives on his own two feet. And this is, again, I'm not saying I'm the be-all end-all at this by any means. I'm still learning and growing as you guys are. And I'm sure I still do have a slight attachment to mother. We all do. It's a process. It's not just like a one and done. Because we don't have initiation anymore in our society. So it's a very, um, it's, a, it's a slower process. And you have to be more careful of it, right? But uh, once you do it, then you're good. You will be so much fucking happy. I guarantee you. You will be so fucking happy, so happy, so full of love, joy, and light. You will still go through challenges and you'll have insecurities and fears. I do, for sure. But there's this peace within you. There's this stillness. There's this bubbly light. And that's God. That's, that's source, right? That's, that's energy, prana, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And yeah, it's the best thing ever, man. It's fucking magical feeling that. It's really fucking good knowing that you're protected, you're guided, everything's okay. It always has been since the day you were born. Right. That's why I say God loves you. Love you your first breath, your last breath. Right. But again, you guys don't have to take that too literally if you don't want. Wow, I have quite a few more questions left. And we're at forty two minutes. I'll keep going if you guys are good. I'm not gonna go too much longer, but we'll keep going for a bit. That was a fantastic question. That was such I hope you guys gained a ton of value from that. I really hope and I know you will. What I just said there will transform your entire life because it's transformed my life. Right. And I learned a lot of this from through through Elliot Hulse. A lot of it. And I've been applying it. Robert Moore, King Warrior, Magician Lover, Joseph Campbell, Heroes Call to Adventure, uh, Mythology, uh, Movies. Uh, you can look at this shit everywhere. This will change your life, man. I'm so glad you guys have resources like this. It really makes me happy. I know how much this will transform your guys' lives. So that's 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 great to, to fucking know. I, so I love you guys. And I, and I thank you all. You know, I really do. I appreciate all of you guys, even though... It's like, David, you're giving value. Why Why are you appreciate? I am because we're all connected. You understand? 
I don't gain this value without you guys, right? Right? Like none of these ideas are mine. I learned, I just told you, I learned a ton of these through books, Elliot Hulse resources. They're not mine. They're shared, right? We're all connected. It's all one thing. Anyways, answer a couple more. <laughs> it's like a 20 minute <laughs> question. Um, one sec, guys. I'm just going to check how much storage I have left. Okay, I'm good. I got 36 gigabytes. Um, what's your dating advice for teens who are insecure about their looks? Build yourself up internally, especially as man, atone with father. <laughs> there you go. See, being obsessed with your looks is still attached to mother. Believe it or not, a good part of it. Um, your looks, your feelings, your, how do you explain it? Yeah, you, connection with people. A lot of that is is mother. Being atoned with a God, you don't need any of that. I don't have any friends, bet. I don't need it. I'm not the best looking guy, bet. I don't need to be, right? Know thyself. And if you begin to know thyself and understand who you are, your connection to life, then you live a lot more chill, <laughs> right? You work on yourself and you find the answers to work on yourself. So you lose the weight. You will get better looking. You wear nicer clothes, right? Because you can. So yeah, um, that's what I would say. Thoughts on the 75 hard challenge. I have no clue what that is. How to deal with your friends putting in less effort and getting more results but you stagnating. Wow, what a great question. I'm not going to answer too many more guys because I'm getting pretty tired now. I feel like I'm like, I'm lengthening. It's like sex. Like I'm very slowly increasing. I'm at 45 minutes and I'm, my voice is still going pretty strong. So great question. I'll answer this quickly because I feel like this. Number one, um, that's just an idea and a concept. He said, you know, what was it? Um, how to deal with your friends putting in less work but getting more results. Man, this was my life in a fucking nutshell. This is my life in a nutshell. Um, so they're actually not getting more results than you. It may look like it, but they're not. They're not. Whoever puts in more works, work gets the most results, period. That's It's a law of give and take right now. The thing is, though, with life is a lot of times it doesn't look like that because life isn't linear, right? So you guys could both put in three years of work and they could see five times the results immediately, but in the long term, it would balance out guaranteed because all of the people that were quote unquote ahead of me are way fucking behind me now. And again, like who's to even say that, right? I don't, again, that's a, that's a concept, right? Ahead and behind is an idea, but objectively speaking, as far as you could say, I don't know, success or money or wealth or all these things that I used to judge before, which you shouldn't really judge in the first place. Um, I'm way ahead, but I wasn't for years. For years, I wasn't. I was putting in way more work, but I didn't give up. And then things changed because everything catches up to you at the end of the day. So to answer your question, you're not stagnating. I know it looks like you are. It just, there's a delay effect and everything takes a while. Like I think of myself on YouTube. There's a lot of these red-pilled content creators who just speak bullshit pretty much every day and they get like 10 times the amount of views that I do. Uh, and I'm like, what the fuck, right? It, it's really demotivating at times. And I'm actually gonna make a video on this soon. Not not about this, but just uh, anyways. Um, and yeah, it gets, I get a little upset sometimes because I'm like, what the fuck? Like here I am. Uh, believing I'm giving fantastic value to you guys, really changing your lives and speaking from my core to help you guys, not not just fucking talking shit about women and, and you know, just, you know, causing hate in this world. But why is, why, why aren't the views there? Yada, yada. Again, just don't give up. Just keep going. Everything comes full circle. Everything comes full circle. So just don't stop. 
right? It looks like you're stagnating. You're not. In fact, the most, the most growth happens when you stop growing because you're, de- you're deepening your roots, your foundation for the tree to grow even taller, right? So there you go. Um, advice for a teenager in a relationship. Look for marriage. I'm going deep with you guys now. If you're in a relationship with a teen, look for marriage. And, and I, no, now hear me out. I don't mean you have to literally get married to them, but that should be the pursuit. I mean, guys, like that's all relationships are. Relationships are are are, are tester marriages. They're like, <laughs> how do I explain it? Yeah, they're like tester marriages. That's it. That's that's all they are. And if you're doing it for any other reason, then it's probably not a good reason. Again, if you're in your party phase and you're just experimenting and learning, that's great. Um, but any relationship I went into, for the most part, I went into it thinking, you know, this ideally could go long term and anything long term could set you up for marriage, right? So that's what should be your mindset. Don't, you know, in my opinion, don't get into a relationship knowing, okay, well, in three months, we're going to split. That's a waste of fucking time. Why would you start a business just to f- quit it in three months? It just doesn't make sense. Start a business. Th- it's a perfect example of business, right? Um, I've started and failed so many businesses. It, that, that's not the point. The point, though, was thinking, you know, this is the business. This is the one. This is the one that will sustain me for life and help you guys and yada, yada, yada. Regardless if it is or it isn't, and, and it takes many businesses to get the one, many relationships to get the one. Very rarely is it the first one. But like I just said, they're tester marriages, right? It's like it's like the businesses prior to self-developed were just tester businesses. It's the same thing though. So advice for a teenager, um, go in it with the pursuit of long term because that's what builds character. That's what builds um, strength. That's what builds. That's what, that's how you get the fucking results. You know, you don't get results through being in a two-month fucking relationship, right? Um, But two, learn about yourself. Go in it with the pursuit of learning about yourself, right? So again, even if you you split, which you probably will, you went in there bettering yourself. That was your intent, right? Again, it's your intent, right? So even, you know, even if you were saying, you know, I'm going to be with you for three months because let's say you're moving across seas, well then go in it with the intent of I want to grow as much as I can in these three months time, period, right? And vice versa. And then if you split, then so be it. But I do, the way I think of it, guys, is you should go into a lot of relationships for the long haul, right? It's like anything. It's like a partnership in business. You know, I'm working with Edge right now. I'm wearing his, uh, the hoodie right now. You guys know how to be. My goal as of right now is to work with them as long as, as, as possible and not in a desperate way, but in a way where we both serve each other. I learn and gain as much as I can and I offer and I gain, give to him as much as I can. Do you understand? No, it's not saying I need to marry the brand. In fact, I plan to have my own clothing brand in the future, so I'm clearly not going to be working with them forever. But my pursuit right now is to be with them and to grow with them as much as I can, right? With myself and them. There is no point in me saying yes to a partnership to, to, to half-ass it for two months and then say, peace, you're wasting your time. Just, just don't even fucking start. Go all in, right? I've done so many photo batches and I am doing so many photo batches. They've sent in a ton of product. Like it's just, it's a win-win. And every month that I work with them, it gets better every month, more clothing, more content for them. It's a give and take. And I want to keep that going as much as we can growing together. I want to give them everything. I want to be, I want to be, I want to treat it like I'm the front page of edge. Now, clearly I'm not, but like, I want to give them so much content that they see me on their Instagram feed more than David himself. Dilas Morenas, because I want to offer that much value, 
whether it happens or not, it doesn't matter. But that's what you, that's how you want to treat relationships. The same thing. Doesn't matter if you stick together or not, but the goal is to to gain as much as you can, to give as much as you can. Otherwise, you're just fucking mentally masturbating. You're, you're what, what the fuck are you doing, right? Just don't do it. Don't half-ass. Don't be lukewarm. Go all in or don't do it at all. It's okay, guys, to not do it. Like The thing is, too, is like you don't need to be in relationships. If you choose not to, that's fine. But make that definitive choice. Just don't half-ass lukewarm. Maybe I should for two weeks. And like, Look, you get nothing done by doing that. You really don't, right? It's like going to the gym for two weeks and then stopping. Like, like, just fucking stay home. Like, it's a perfect example with fitness. You start fitness for it to be a lifelong adventure. I plan on working out till the day I die. Not because I need to, but because I gain characteristics and skills, virtues, right? It's the same thing how relationships should be treated. No different. Um, well, I was talking a little quiet. <laughs> so let me just bring this up a little bit. Wow, this is the longest podcast, guys. These are great. I've definitely strengthened my vocal cords. What is your height? I'm 5'11". Um, what to do when the world is against you and wants to see you fail? That's an idea. That's a concept you're telling yourself. There is That's bullshit. The world wants to see you fail. You, you, <laughs> you want to see yourself fail because you are the world. So when you say that, you're creating a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like I said to you guys before, all truths are true. You know what's good about these one-week podcast guys, is you don't have to listen to them all now. I, I mean, I think that's obvious. You know that. But I think maybe that's why I'll, maybe, who knows, I'll keep them like an hour long right and uh and yeah you can just you know listen through listen to them throughout the week right because i only do one a week so listen to i don't know 10 minutes today 15 minutes tomorrow yada 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 i think that'd be cool um yeah um what was i saying though what the fuck was the question sorry guys i completely forgot yeah you said what to do in the world is against you wants to see you fail that's an idea you're telling yourself that and if you keep telling yourself that it will happen because your um essentially your 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 perception on reality is what creates a reality it's as simple as that like if you think all dogs are evil and bad well then eventually they will be right you have something in your brain called the reticular activating system or RAS, and that essentially picks up on patterns. You also have something called confirmation bias, which essentially looks for any advice to back up uh, your belief. So if I believe that the world is against me, then my brain, my RAS, will look for any pattern that backs up that uh, belief, which is what confirmation bias is. Or is that what I said, confirmation bias? I believe so. So don't believe that. That's an idea. Right? Even if it seems like that right now, understand it all comes full circle. Believe me, man, I, I thought that same shit too. The world is not against you. In fact, the world is for you. Life is moving for you. So atone with the father and cut out all these bullshit ass distractions. Because you know what? Like, to be honest, you could be right. It, 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 if you're with shitty people and friends, it's probably going to seem like they are against you. And they probably are. Well, then that's your fault. Oh, cut them out. Atone with the father, universe, God, spirituality, yourself. Right? So you're going to be alone a ton. And that's okay. If you're alone, you'll be good, and uh, and yeah, you'll 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 achieve your shit, and you'll realize that holy shit, the world is actually for me. It's not against me. The world actually wants to see me succeed, and it does. God wants to see you succeed, be happy, life, right? Your whole reason here is to move forward and to evolve and to help other people. That's it, <laughs> right? So, yeah, I would, um, yeah, that's that's a wrong idea. The world is not against you, bro. It's believe me, it's not. Even if it seems like it is, it's not. Um. Oh God, this, this guy asked like six, eight questions. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I can't answer them all. Um, okay. I think I'm going to finish it here, guys. Excuse me. What do we have? 54 minutes. 
Wow, 54 fucking minutes. That's crazy, guys. Maybe, who knows, I'll make each podcast an hour. Maybe, what, what do you guys think about that? I know you can't comment, but like, what do you think? Do I keep them half an hour? I was keeping them half an hour before. I feel like keep them longer than that. If I can keep going, I feel like keep going, right? Why not? I mean, if you don't want to listen, then, you know, don't listen, but, you know, why not, right? If I'm doing them once a week. So anyways, I'm going to finish it there, guys. There are a couple questions left, but I'm getting pretty tired here, right? 55 minutes. I'm going to aim for an hour. We'll say at least as of right now. So thank you guys so much for listening to this. As always, guys, make sure to take a screenshot of this and put it on your Instagram story and tag me. Make sure to tag me, guys. I repost all of them and uh, I'd love to shoot you a DM, right? Just to, just to thank you for listening guys it really uh it's awesome it lets me know you've, you've enjoyed it so again post it to your story and if you guys are on apple Podcasts, if you could give it a review write a five-star rating maybe write a sentence or two on how you enjoyed it that really does help guys and lets me know you're listening to it i would really appreciate it so thank you guys a ton i love you all and as final plugs you guys always know what is up there's one-on-one coaching below if you'd like to work with me we still have spots available we have the workshop guys you can join the one coming up or we have the self-development course, which is around four hours long. Hey guys, all the services are there to completely transform your health, your relationships, find your passions, and turn it into a business. If you guys aren't completely satisfied with any of the results, there's a 100% money-back guarantee. I have that much confidence. So that is it, guys. It'll all be linked down below. Thank you. Have a fantastic day. I love you all, and I will see you guys next Sunday, okay? So that's it. Uh, make, sure fo- make sure to follow me on Instagram, guys, so you can be part of the next one, and we'll finish it there. With that, much love. Peace.